When you feel like your body betrays you, that's what was written on a holistic hearts feedback form. Somebody wrote that as a topic, but I tell you the truth, I could have written that myself. That statement has felt so real in my life. And so today's episode was a real tough one for me to record, but I hope that you walk away knowing that you aren't alone. Here we go. Welcome to Holistic Hearts. I'm your host, Kristen Chadwick, a wife to Joshua, a mama to four children, and a spiritual life coach and podcast producer and manager to many powerful women. I am hungry to create connection and community. And this podcast is for you if you are looking to grow spiritually, heal emotionally, and be inspired physically. Here we go. Come on in, my friends. This topic, like I said in the intro, is one that is going to be a little emotional for me as it has come full circle. And I am literally in the middle of an autoimmune flare as I'm recording this. So I want you to know I understand the statement so deeply. When you feel like your body betrays you, I feel like if this person who has written in this statement that we needed to cover here on Holistic Hearts, if this person was sitting in front of me, my heart would so go to them. Um, In reality, like I said, I'm in the middle of a flare and my feet burn they itch, and I'm still still so desperate for answers of what could it be. And I come from a place of knowing what it's like to want to physically do something, yet the lack of physical empowering or empowerment to follow through on some days is hard. On the surface, it looks like our bodies are betraying us. And what that looks like is when you think about an example of, you know, autoimmune, like what I'm experiencing right now, or it can look like when we get sick on the first day of vacation, or we get a migraine on the day that we're supposed to host a party or babysit somebody else's kid, or you get a fever blister the day of video production or uh, leading a group. These are probably minor in comparison to some of the bigger chronic things that can happen and can form this feel of betrayal in our bodies, like a chronic illness. I heard a statistic the other day that 60% of adults have some sort some form of chronic illness. That's wild. There's a lot of people out there that are hurting. And so I just want to preface this with, 
I am not a doctor <laughs> in any way. I have just walked my own journey and I know everybody has their stuff, but I want to encourage you today in reframing and coming into a place where we can begin to trust our body. So when we unpack the word betrayal, it means that we've lost trust. They have lost trust in something. So like if you think of maybe you're walking a friend through um, a divorce that is based off a betrayal, that betrayal, the trust has broken and you see on the outside that they need compassion. They need space to hold their emotions. They need to grieve. They need to accept. They need to mourn. They need to be angry before they can start to trust again. There's a whole healing process in this. And so when we say the phrase, I feel like my body betrayed me, the base of that is we have lost trust in our own bodies. And just as we have lost trust in our own bodies, and it, as that example of if you, you or you know somebody who has walked through a marriage betrayal, there's a process, right? So let's dive into that process now. Okay. So as I was journaling this out and looking back in my own journey of my body, uh, I've done a lot of work with different coaches. Uh, you've heard Stephanie Poe, Dr. Stephanie Poe, a couple weeks ago on the show, really digging into this mind-body connection. And so those are great resources to go back into. But one thing that I really wanted to touch in today is really focusing in on this process of what it looks like to regain trust. So with our bodies, when we start to, for instance, in autoimmune, we start to see this disconnect of our bodies doing one thing when we want it to do something else. And the, the process here, at least for me, and I know even if you like take a step back and you think about the word betrayal, you've got to accept where things are at in the reality. So say we're talking about you've got a migraine on that day that you're supposed to watch your neighbor's kids or something. And the reality is you have a migraine. The reality is you're going to feel like poo um, unless you tell your neighbor, hey, I can't the last minute. And unfortunately, that happens sometimes. And that's okay. The acceptance of my body is not well. I really, really struggled with this for a long time. I really struggled with accepting that maybe this is just the way it's going to be for the rest of my life. And I remember when Joshua said that to me, um, this was probably six years into this cyclical uh, 
rash that caused insomnia and blisters and uh, kind of a hidden thing. And I fought against it for many, many years. Um, it just, it ruled my whole demeanor. It changed my perspective on life during that week. It really messed with, it had so much power basically because I wasn't in a place of acceptance. And then when Joshua confronted me and said, Kristen, what if this is just how it is until you go through menopause? Are you going to be okay? And to be honest, my response was, no, I'm not going to be okay. I can't stand this. And actually, when I started to really hear his question, it brought so much relief when I started to accept that this was something my body was telling me, something that my body wanted to share with me. And it was time to lean in instead of avoid and push away and push down. Now, just, I'm going to keep going back to this betrayal concept because it's a very powerful word. So when we think of a marriage betrayal, there has to become a time of that acceptance. As painful as it is, that is the only way that we can move forward. And the same goes with our bodies, is there has to be an acceptance before we can move forward. Whether you've been diagnosed with an autoimmune thing or um, you (laughs) can't stand your period every month because it's so vicious or whatever it is, but there's a level of acceptance because when we deny what our bodies are saying, we're, we're not going to get anywhere. There's going to be even more and more turmoil. So usually after acceptance comes either anger or deep grief. And that grief is totally okay. We get to release that grief. We get to mourn. We get to come to Jesus with that frustration. And I still am in that season of just learning to come to him every month and see, hey, this is really frustrating. And I grieve. I grieve over uh, that this is my story. So it, that's all a part of acceptance and beginning to trust our bodies. So, okay, going back to the betrayal thing, (laughs) that person has to grieve. What they thought was, is, is not the reality. And that will be how it is in your body too. Now, I want to hit on something here that is a part of the healing process. And we have to be kind and compassionate to ourselves. And this is something I really, really struggled with, especially when I was fighting the acceptance, was I was just mad at myself. Like, why couldn't my body just get it together? Why could 
I not just go 100%, 100% of the time? And what I ended up doing was building a huge gap between my mind and my body. And there was so much lack of compassion and kindness that, of course, I didn't trust my body. And of course, my body didn't trust me. So there was this back and forth. So one of the the sweetest things that we can do is begin to look at ourselves with kindness and compassion. And this is where the healing can begin. Because when we are kind, we are stepping into who our created our creator how he he comes to us too. It's that kindness that leads us to repentance. And not that we need to repent from our bodies <laughs> um, turning seemingly against us, but it's this kindness towards each other, towards ourselves, right? That allows us to let down our guard. So think about the way that Jesus encountered the woman who was bleeding for 12 years. I just did an episode on this a a few weeks ago. I would encourage you to go back and listen if you haven't listened to it. But I want you to imagine how she felt in her body. I want you to imagine how much shame she felt because of her body. It was like her body was failing her. The very essence of her femininity was like a curse to her for 12 years. And she was shamed on the outside and and on the inside, isolated by people, except for Jesus. His kindness met her in a need. So here... I ask when our bodies betray us, what if we approached ourselves like Jesus approached this woman with kindness? So let's take the example of getting sick on the first day of vacation. Instead of our perspective of getting frustrated uh, and like ugh, saying things like, I always get sick on the first day of vacation or I always get sick on vacation. I want you to pause and just get curious What was your body holding on to before this trip? Was there a high level of stress? Were you taking on full responsibility of everyone who's going on this trip? Did you ask for help? Do you feel like that the burden was all on you? Was there a lot of stress at work? Because your body is telling you It's time to slow down or to share the load of responsibility. And it's actually a beautiful thing to start to listen to our bodies. The kind of thing that comes up with something like this is rest. Our bodies are longing to rest. So if if we are not giving our bodies rest, it will make time for rest through sickness. (laughs) So that's one way that we can really begin to trust our bodies. Like if we're still, if we're feeling 
um, stiff or we're feeling run down. That's a huge red flag from your body saying, hey, I need you to just take some time. I need you to breathe. I need you to pause. I need you to just, (sighs) right? If you are, another example would be like, if you have rheumatoid arthritis or something and you really struggle to move your body, the kind thing to do here is to bless your body. Sometimes we get so focused on the things that it's not doing well, that our perception is so, uh, it's so loud. The negative thoughts are so loud. And then it actually in turn affects the way that we see the world. And so if we can pause and start to be kind and compassionate to ourselves and blessing ourselves and our bodies, then that's where another shift can happen. We really can fall into a deep trap of frustration over our bodies. And so my challenge to you is to flip that switch and find something to bless in your body. The human body is so fascinating. And we have an opportunity through all of this to learn more of ourselves through what our bodies express. Now, we may begin this healing process, just like in a friend who's walking through betrayal, or someone who is walking through a friendship that's been betrayed. We can do a lot of this work on our own for sure, but sometimes we need outside help, whether that looks like going to a counselor or finding a coach or finding a team of people that can walk you through this process. You guys, I can't begin to tell you how many people have helped me walk through some health stuff. (laughs) And I need it. Sometimes we just aren't qualified to understand where and how we can help our bodies and our minds connect back again. And those tools are helpful. Another way is through listening to podcasts. Another way is listening to audible books. Um, I have found there are a few books that have really helped me to explore how to listen to my body. And I know with walking through autoimmune um, symptoms, <laughs> it's really created a huge opportunity for me to really tune into my body and learn more through these books. And so I want to share a few of these books with you. So three of the books. One is The Body Keeps Score. Uh, This one is classic. If you've listened to this show for any amount of time, you will know that this book is one of my top favorites. Actually, all these books have been pivotal that I'm going to mention. But this one really opened up um, my eyes to see the impact that trauma can have in our bodies. Trauma is one of those uh, buzzwords, but it's basically 
areas or times in our life that created a high stress response and we weren't able to process it. It's like stuck in our bodies. It genetically can turn on and off our DNA, which is fascinating. The, the, if you get a chance, I encourage you to go read it. I will tell you it's a little jarring and triggering, <laughs> um, but it is very fascinating to see the correlation of trauma and the body. The second one is uh, when the body says no. When the body says no is uh, by Gaber, I, I never know how to say his name, Gaber Mate. Um, and that one is fascinating because it's really talking about how physically our bodies, our mind and our body are so connected that our bodies will say no if we, and we can tune into that and pay attention to that. It can be a huge resource. So giving the instance of um, the migraine and watching a neighbor's kids. My guess would be, now there's many, many factors. I, I would never just say point A equals goes to point B. Just know that. I know there's many factors. There's toxins, there's genetic makeup, there's um, what we're eating, there's our thoughts, all of these things. But say you're this person who gets the migraine before you're watching a neighbor's kiddos. I would ask, was your, when they asked you, if you could babysit, were you a full yes? Or did you have that feeling in your stomach of, oh, I really don't want to. Now, that's your body saying, no, you don't have the capacity. And that's okay. You guys, we don't have to feel bad for saying no. So our bodies will respond to our real authentic response. Even is, I, I can't remember if it's in this book or in the body keeps score, but it talks about, um, have you ever walked into a room and just something feels off? Your body reacts to something in some kind of way. It's a response that is a very real authentic response. And those are those times where we can tune in and say, okay, why am I feeling uneasy? What is this instant anxiety feeling when I walk into this room? Okay, so I'm feeling a little insecure. Like this is the process, okay? So like say you walk into a new group of friends and you walk into the room, it's a party and you have this sudden like butterflies, anxiety feeling and you feel insecure. Your body is telling you what you're feeling. So that in that moment, you can say, okay, Kristen, I know that you're scared. I know that in this moment, it feels like you don't belong. But the truth is, and then putting your hand on your heart and saying, you are safe. You have a voice in this room and you belong here. Okay, so that's an example right there. The third book is really more about mind-body connection. And this book is from Dr. Nicole Perez. 
and it's how to do the work. And I love what she talks about in her book of really taking um, your mind and your body and showing how that is connected. There is a process of reconnecting and retrusting your body. And one of the ways that she speaks about is, or she writes about, is your breath. So your body, watch how your body is posturally. So if you are used to slouching over, you're tucked in, you're um, hunched over, there's not a lot of room for your breath to breathe deeply and breathe out fully. And that is a protection. That's your body saying, I must protect myself. If you have been in a constant fight or flight mode and you're, you notice there's a shallow breath to you, that's because you have been in a high cortisol, high stress time for a long period of time. So how can we retrain that? We can start to use our breath. And one of the easiest ways that she talks about is just laying down at night when you go to bed and putting your hand on your belly and just breathing slowly in and out through your belly. Like a, like a child, like I just picture, you know, like when little toddlers are running around with just their diapers on and you see their cute little bellies going in and out. That's how we should breathe. That's a relaxed body. That's calming down that nervous system. And that is one way that we can start to build our trust. Okay. Let's see. What else do I want to say about <laughs> betrayal of your body? I propose to you that it's not a betrayal, but it's an invitation to go deeper and to ask what's going on. In my own process, I have learned so much about the healing opportunities in my own heart as I've walked this journey of autoimmune and if you are out there and you are like, yeah, well, that's all great and good, Kristen, but I don't have a counselor. I uh, don't know even where to begin. And again, <laughs> I encourage you to look at your heart and to be compassionate and kind and to accept where you're at and to mourn and grieve and begin to trust your body. One way to do that too is through the process of journaling. That's one of my most favorite places to go and to allow myself space to process. So if you are in the middle of this month, we've been talking a lot about wellness and about movement and you're struggling even moving your body a couple times a week or even just walking around the block. And the kind thing to do would be to just breathe in and out. Maybe take a listen to one of these three books that I mentioned. I'll put some links in the show notes. And allow yourself awareness and begin to bless your body. 
That's so important. Our bodies are powerful and they are a huge tool, a healing tool, if we take time to listen. Now, one thing before I wrap up was I was processing this with Joshua this morning because, like I said, it feels very raw and vulnerable. And I said, it's hard for me to put into words because there are times and seasons in my life where I have felt like my body was definitely not doing what I wanted it to. I wanted to run. I wanted to go do HIIT workouts. I wanted to go play with my kids. I mean, there's been days like that where I've watched my kids play in the backyard and I didn't have the energy. I just had to lay there and watch them from the sidelines. And when I chose to accept where I was at and had compassion that my body was working really hard That's where the breakthrough comes and that's where the love and, and it's speaking so much to our kids and to the people around us and how we respond. But there are those seasons. And then there were seasons of, if you've heard our story of going through the 75 hard challenge, I, I told him this morning, I said, it's hard because then it felt like during one season It was all about listening and having rest. And then it felt like I, in the 75 hard, was like, no, we're going to do this. Like it was a mind over matter kind of thing. And, And then I was like, but wait, actually, I was listening to my body because I said I was capable. I was capable of doing this. I was capable of following through. And I did. So this is my challenge to you. Do you believe that you can trust your body again and to have compassion? And on the next episode, I will release, it will be more of a bonus episode again. And it's going to be just declarations over your body that God has put on my heart to declare over my own body and for you to join in on that too, because I really truly believe God has given us these bodies as an opportunity, a healing tool and an expression of who he is. And so tune into that one. I hope this was helpful for you. I want you to know when you feel like your body is betraying you, turn around that question and ask, how can I be kind to myself in this season? Okay. So I want to end on this note. I want to pray for you. Those of you that are listening and you find yourself in this situation of feeling like your body is betraying you. Holy Spirit, I pray for my sister I pray for her heart. I pray for her mind and her body to be in alignment with you. And I pray that you would use these things to beautify and glorify your name. Lord, I pray for healing in her mind and her body. I pray for more. 
We ask for a fresh filling of you today. Lord, we do not understand why physical ailments can take so long to heal and some there's miracles that happen. But we trust you. We trust you with our bodies and we say yes to the opportunity to explore and to be kind and compassionate. Lord, help our bodies, our mind, and our spirit to receive your love, the completeness of your love from the top of our heads to the tip of our toes. Lord, I pray for the woman who is sitting here feeling hopeless or depressed even because of our, her physical body. I pray for help. I pray for somebody to come alongside and to show her the way. I pray for you, Holy Spirit, our greatest counselor, to infuse her with hope. May the God of hope fill her with peace and understanding. Lord, I thank you that this woman is beautifully and wonderfully made. And I thank you that we don't have to fear going into those places of trauma because you go with us and you go with a purpose to heal. And Lord, let her not be alone. Let her have friends, let her have mentors, a coach, therapist to come alongside her, to guide her. Lord, we thank you that you are with her. You are with me in this process of healing. May your name be blessed today, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. I invite you to come inside of the Facebook group, or you can message me personally. I'd love to pray for you personally. So you can email me at Kristen at KristenFieldsChadwick.com. And I really would love to partner up with Holy Spirit and just speak over your mind, your body, and your spirit as he leads. All right. I hope you guys have a lovely weekend. As always, thank you so much for listening to Holistic Hearts. I'm Kristen, and know that you are loved and lovable.